Welcome to episode five of Rocketeer's Side Hustles and Startups. In this episode, we meet Zach Leeson, founder and personal trainer at Team Lionheart. Have a listen to how Zach turned his own passion for health and fitness into a full-time business and now has clients all around the world. You can learn more about Zach's business at teamlionheart.co.uk. So, Zach, it's an absolute pleasure to have you uh, to come here today and to be on our next uh, podcast. Um, it's great to be able to introduce you to our uh, viewers and our listeners. So thank you so much for coming. No problem. My pleasure. So I'd like to start off. Would you mind telling our viewers and our listeners, would you just explain to me what it is you do? Um, and if you just kick it off with that, that would be really helpful. Okay, so quick introduction. My name is Zach Leeson. Um, I am a bodybuilder, personal trainer, um, and health and fitness enthusiast. So what I do is basically help people sort of worldwide because I coach online. So the predominant base of my business is based online. Um, so this allows me to send nutrition plans, training plans, supplementation plans to anybody. It doesn't really matter where you are at this point. So, you know, currently I've got um, one American client, uh, two clients over in Australia, one in Dubai, you know, and then the rest are kind of spread throughout Europe, you know, predominantly mainly in England. Um, but then the people who are local to me or UK based can also travel and see me for one-to-one -one personal training as well. So I help kind of all people from, you know, stay at home mums to top tier athletes as well. Wow, that's exciting. Thank you so much for explaining that and giving me that, that, that really cool overview. So, okay, so Zach, would you mind helping me out here? Would you tell me what it was and when it was you got interested in personal training and when you kind of thought, do you know what? I think I would really like to do this as my kind of career and my business. So, um, throwing it back, I was working in Tesco and I not long started bodybuilding myself. Um, so I kind of knocked the football on the athletics on the head, had a couple of couple of injuries and they were just like, it's not really gonna happen here lad, so you know, you, you crack on. So I, I hit the gym and started training and um, I was working at Tesco and the gym was basically my life. And you know, I was helping a couple of my friends here and there, but um, one day, like, this manager was like, I don't know why you spend so much time doing that. I don't know why you eat all this food. I don't know why you do that. I don't know why, why you know, you, you go to the gym every day and do this and do that. And I just thought, you know what, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. The people I'm training with enjoy it. They're getting something out of it because I was, like, sort of constantly learning. I was reading magazines all the time. Like, this was, this was way back before social media was massive, do you know what I mean? Um, so it was literally sort of, there's a little bit on Google back then, but it was mainly magazines. How old were you around then? <sighs> Roughly. 19 probably. 19, 20. So, you know, it was a good 10, 12 years ago that, that I really started this sort of, this sort of journey. Um, and then, I mean, that's when I kind of decided when, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that the manager was, was putting me down, but it was like, basically like telling me that I kind of she didn't see the point in it and I thought well I see a point in it because I'm happy doing it 
And if I can make other people happy doing it, then I don't see why I shouldn't do it. That was kind of my answer, rather than being, you know, a, a, a standard just shelf stacker. Like, I enjoyed Tesco, it was, it was great, and I worked my way up to, to management, but, like, the time you were always there, and everybody was on your case all the time, and, you know, mm. you spent so many hours there, like, mm. it, it, it became your life, and I didn't really want that as my life. Mm. You know, so. Thank you so much for sharing that information. And I think you just hit on a key, a key word there, which it's important we talk about in business, and that's happy. You know, you just talked about the fact it made you happy doing it. It made you happy helping other people do it. And it's easy to miss that when you talk about business, because business can be challenging. Um, starting with an idea and building it and growing it can, you know, can be hard work just like it can be hard work in a job if you're not particularly enjoying it. So I think that for you to find something that makes you happy, it's a gift. It really is. And, you know, I'm sure we'll get into into a deeper conversation in a minute about your business, where it is now and where you'd like it to go. But don't lose sight of that. Because, you know, I, I remember a phrase which is you can go jumping across all the rooftops to try and find the right chimney, but you could be stood next to it right at the beginning anyway. So just remember as you go in on this quest that you've already found one of the kind of like the holy grails, if you like, which is happiness. So that, that's really good to hear that. So, all right, so tell me about um, the business at the moment then. So you say that you were happy going to the gym, you were happy helping, helping others. So did you then kind of almost do it like a side hustle first where it was you started to reduce your hours at Tesco and do more training clients or did you just go straight in through it into it and say that's it I'm handing me notice in Mr and Mrs Tesco bye-bye and, and away you go with a full-time business how did all that happen so there was one weekend um I was I'd been recently sponsored by um a big big Canadian brand and they'd taken us all to London for the weekend and we had um like a, a get together down there and I was rooming with, with, a, with a friend of mine um, who actually does what I do now. He, he was doing it way before everybody else, do you know what I mean? And he was then explaining to me what, what he does, how he does it, um, that he's now basically quit his job and, and this and that. And I thought, well, you know what, this is something that I've been thinking about getting into for a while. And, you know, um, it's kind of, I've been thought about it, not really sure about it. You know, the old way of doing 30, 40 hours a week on a gym floor, doing one-to-one, back-to-back, back-to-back, wasn't quite appealing to me because people go in there and, don't get me wrong, going to the gym is a great thing, but then some people do go for different reasons. And I feel like if you're going to, for example, get away from the kids or get away from the missus nagging, that's not a reason to improve yourself and I want to actually help people not be a time a time gap or a time filler so for me doing 40 one-to-ones a week wasn't really what I wanted to do and that's why I never just sort of jumped into straight one-to-one personal training um and then my friend Jamie was explaining to me that's why he does it all online um and I thought about it and then I was at Tesco one day and I decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I went home and, and spoke to my mum 
I'm basically a told her that I'm, I'm going to quit my job. And she was like, Zach, do you really think that's a good idea? You know, <laughs> as mums do. Um, and I was like, well, I'm not sure. And again, relating back to, to, to the keyword being happy, you know, I was going home and I was moaning, I was ranting every single night about how agitated and undervalued I was at Tesco. And it would annoy me and I'd take it home and that's not the life that I wanted to live. And then obviously now I'd roomed with Jamie and explained everything that he did. He'd shown me like a pathway mm. in, in, in essence. It was a pathway to to get out of, of doing what I was doing that was making me unhappy. And it's one of them things because I never really had the desire to just be a personal trainer at the time when I started. It was more of a, I'm going to do something that makes me happy and I'm going to help other people instead of working as a standard corporate job. Um, and then basically, so I effectively just quit Tesco, started my branding, um, which was, was Team Lionheart. I started that and basically, I'll be honest, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I threw some posts on Facebook, told everybody in my local GMOs, this is what I was doing. I passed my course and we, we literally went from there. Um, so it was it was like a straight in at the deep end sort of thing. And how long ago was this? 10 years roughly? So this year seven, so seven about years. six and a half. Okay, um, so I want to stop you there and I want to say a massive, massive, massive congratulations <laughs> because to be able to take that step of following a passion and a dream and doing something that makes you happy and still be doing it seven years later is absolutely huge. Do you know, I think I was looking at some stats or listening to some stats the other week and it gets up as high as 90 odd percent of people that start a business are not doing it four and five years later. So you are a very, very small minority that has been able to start and continue and to still be operating seven years later, mate. So A, you're happy. B, your business is still happening. So, wow, that's pretty pretty phenomenal. So what would you say then you would put down to the fact that you're still going? What's what's happened from a business perspective that you are still operating today? What do you think's worked well for you? So quite simply, um, doing what I do, it's a results business. And that's the bottom line. Like People come to me because the end product is a result. It's a result that they want. And I'm able to deliver that result with, with the level of my coaching. And that means I can churn out result after result after result, which therefore allows a, a steady income of, of clients, of people, and fulfillment for me because it shows I'm doing my job. You know, time after time after time, I have people come, I have people leave. It, it's the same as any other business. But the fact is, people still come, they get their results. And, and, and that's what matters really. I heard, I use this phrase a lot, so my listeners and viewers are probably gonna say, here he goes again with that phrase. And the, rec and, and the phrase is this, it's a business is not about your products and services. A business is about the results you get, your clients. Yeah. And you've just explained it perfectly. Because I'm the same, when I work with people, um, whether they've just got an idea or whether they're already running a business and they want some development work, I'm exactly the same. It's like, where are we today? Where is it you wanting to get to? Is that a realistic pathway? How do we then support you in moving forward to achieve that goal? 
So, and it's about results, isn't it? Because if we can't help people get to where they want to get to, then you're not doing your job properly and I'm not doing mine properly. So Exactly that. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. People come to, to us because they're at A and they want to get to B. And if we can't give them the pathway of how to do it, then like you say, we're not doing our job properly. We're not doing like what we've been asked to do. And also as well, when, when it doesn't happen, because I know you and you put that much pride into things, you have that real, that real sense of, oh, that was disappointing. Why didn't that work? What can we do now? How can I make this person better? What's another pathway that we can take here? There's got to be another option. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And doing, being able to reflect on it like that, you will always give more and a better service to your clients mm. because you're always willing to learn yourself so then they can benefit from it. Yeah, that's a great approach. I mean, I'm, I'm the same as you in that sense as well, which is every day is a school day. You know, if we can, rather than it be success and failure, if it's results that we get, then it's about let's have a look at those results and see did they move us forward and closer to our goal or further away. And then it's a learning experience, isn't it? So that, that's pretty cool. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that. So let's just uh, a couple of more, I suppose, kind of really want to get in deep now, if that's all right, and ask you a few questions about where you want to actually go with what you're doing today. Um, you know, are you at a position now where you've got the clients that you want and it gives you the lifestyle that you want? Or are you in a position now where you've still got plans for growth and expansion? Because again, I don't think either of those options are not right or wrong. It's what suits the individual. You know, I remember again, someone saying once that he got a friend that worked a day job and he was earning 30 to 40 grand a year, but he was having four or five holidays. He could do so much social things with his family that that was perfect for him. So for a business owner, an entrepreneur, which is what you are, are you happy where you're at and it's giving you that lifestyle that you're happy to continue with? Or have you still got a vision of maybe growth and expansion? So that's a good question. So um, basically recently, uh, back in September um, 21, I reached out to a, a friend who I knew from, from the gym um, to sign up to his sort of business mentoring um, because I wanted to push for more growth. Um, so from where I'm at now, um, I, I would effectively like to double, double my client base. Um, you know, so Double your clients or double your revenue? Effectively both. Okay. Um, but the the revenue stream will will go up more because of excess expansion that I'm looking at. So the revenue stream, I've got a couple of ideas for that, which I'll get onto to shortly. Um, but doubling my client base um, is is doable down to my current workload at the moment um, and time and the way that I've got my system set up now in place. To deliver basically the best possible coaching that I can do. Um, also recently I've taken on a second coach um, in a young chap called Mike, um, very knowledgeable, has the same sort of ethos and work ethic as myself, um, always trying to deliver the best to clients. Um, it wasn't um, like a actually no that's a lie it was an easy decision and it was a very simple decision um, pretty much from like one or two conversations after I first met the lad, um, you know, I saw something that probably at this time, not many else, not, well, probably nobody else saw. Um, he didn't even see it in himself, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. 
but like you know when you know yeah you just saw it yeah you so just... you say he's your second coach so are you coach number one and he's number two or have you already got another coach as well? no that's it so I'm coach number one and he's coach number two yeah. um, so we work together um, uh, Mike has his own clients I have my own clients um, if needed we confer um, we do do things together we do some uh, basically educational videos together to put them out there um, we have different specialities as well, which allows obviously a broader spectrum of people to, to capture in the net. Um, I'm going to hazard a guess and say yours isn't marathon running. No, mine is not marathon running, <laughs> you'd be correct. Now, if you're just a listener, <laughs> you need to go onto our website and watch the actual podcast as well, and then you'll get why I said that. So, with our own specialities, we, we can delve deeper, you know, in, mm. into, you know, more individual niches. Um, which again allows a bigger field of, of clientele. Um, so I feel I can double my client base um, and still be comfortable for time and service that I give. Now, based on the revenue streams, so if coaching is, for example, one revenue. Oh, I'm so pleased you're going through these. I was going to ask that. So, okay, so you've got one-to-one coaching is one revenue stream. Yeah, so one-to-one coaching is one revenue stream. Online coaching, I class as a separate entity because... For example, you know, as I said previously, I've got a client in Dubai. So, so they're still online, but it's live online. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's so that's two. that. And then um, the clothing is that I'm launching for the brand. Um, so I've got some what you class as team wear stuff at the moment, which is just sort of, you know, average bits and bobs. Ideally long term, it is in the process though. I am, I am speaking to a supplier for the, the last couple of months, but it's been very to and from in sort of getting the, the right the right sort of um, you know logo development clothing material thickness um, to launch like a full Lionheart gym range hence um, for anybody actually watching one of the tops I'm in now um, <laughs> as an example an oversized t-shirt you know um, but what I want to do like a full range tracksuit shorts vests etc and all this is on your website at the moment is there anything on there or? not at the moment what is the website um, www.teamlionheart.co.uk and basically on there is client testimonials, results, um, mine and Mike's own personal experiences and qualifications. So you can sign up for it um, and get in touch for So at the moment we've got physical face-to-face one-to-one coaching. Yep. Then there's online live one-to-one coaching. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. And then you've got the clothing brand. So is that the main three revenue streams at the moment? For now, yes. That's that's what you that's where you earn your money at the moment. Yeah. Okay. What percentage would you say they are? So if so if hundred percent is all the revenue that's coming in because I think you said the clothing brand's about to happen, isn't it? Yeah. So okay. So if we just take the first two, then what's the percentage at the moment? So is it about the same? Have you got the same amount of money coming in face to face physical in the room, or would you say you've got more coming in than that? And then less online. What's the oh for me? It's a it's a straight killer online. Ninety percent. Ninety percent's online. Yeah. Live sessions. Yeah. And then ten percent is face to face in the venue. Yeah. Right. Um, purely because um, I I feel time management is much better. And like if if I'm honest financially. Yeah. The you know the the online the online coaching is. It allows you to have more, basically. Yeah. Your time handling is better. Um, you're not travelling. No, yeah, you're not travelling. You don't need a venue. Mm-hmm. 
for me myself you know effectively i don't do this but i could be on a, a beach in you know la sunning it up and still be able to deliver well i need coaching. to say i went to uh, santa monica quite a few years ago now and was on the um the bodybuilders uh, beach I remember muscle called. beach that's the one yeah which i think is just off it's in santa monica um, so what we'll have to do is plan to go there in a few years and you can do some work there maybe you could take me for you th- through a few sessions so we'll plan that for the future <laughs> definitely okay so then so you'd say that 90% is online brilliant live um, so then 10% is one to one and there's a plan for the clothing revenue is there is there any other um, thoughts around revenue streams for the future or for now at the moment that you've got planned or is that no, so um, again, another revenue stream is a educational website. Okay. So me and Mike have already sat down, discussed this. We've got a list of subjects and things that we're going to run through. Again, as we have our niches, it's what we're experts in. So I will do certain videos and Mike will do certain videos and then some will do together. Um, and basically it'll be an educational platform that we're just going to subscribe have people subscribe to at a much cheaper cost than the online coaching mm-hmm. um, you know literally um, about a hundredth of the price will be, will be the difference you know? so what are you think have you got any ideas yet what you think the monthly fee might be for people to access literally about 499 about 499 yeah yeah really literally. great value price again back yeah. to what we said before about giving people uh, you know a great value great benefits and that, that's a really good price point. Literally, yeah. Everybody can afford like four ninety nine, but then other people might not be able to afford anywhere between a hundred to to three hundred pound a month for, mm. for their coaching. You know, there's a big difference there. Um, you know, but if you can afford four ninety nine, you can still get mine and Mike's knowledge and any of our, our athletes that we have on doing you know interviews day in the life of seeing what they go through, seeing what sort of sessions they have. You know anything that, that might appeal to you really that, that an, an athlete in your field is doing excellent um, uh, that, that, that's really interesting to know you've got those plans so is that the main focus of plans then or is there anything else that you're thinking of for the future so that's probably for as, as a brand for, for team Lionheart itself they're they're the main four mm-hmm. four revenues um, we will be doing some sort of seminars and like camps if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, effectively, Mike's looking to put on some uh, deadlift and Olympic lifting seminars. So obviously that reaches out to a very specific group of people mm-hmm. who are into Olympic lifting. Um, you know, and then people can attend for a price and then do a couple of hours there, learn how, why, etc. You know, biomechanically, why can't they do something? And then hopefully, if Mike got the time, we'll be able to go through it on a one-to-one basis. And then they can leave the seminar knowing how they can improve and why they were struggling before that, effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, so your seminars and your camps, your camps will be like a longer, like um, say like a 10-week period, you know, where basically you'll come and see us every week for um, a training slash education session but you will get online support throughout that and that'll be like a, a full camp of around 10 weeks and your seminar will be like two anywhere between two to five hours maybe 
either one day or maybe like 10 hours over two days, depending on what the seminar's on. Um, so there are two things I'd also like to add in. Um, they'll be done within the next month though, to be honest with you. Mm. So how, yeah, I was gonna say, how far are you along um, preparing all of this new, these new plans and ideas then? So me and Mike are actually running a hypertrophy camp from March, a 10 week hypertrophy camp. Um, so that'll be live in March, which is actually now. Um, and then the Mike is going to do his seminar relatively soon. Mm. I can't give an exact date for, but it will be soon. Um, we've done all the groundwork for it. We've done the plans and, and what's in place now. It just needs to um, go live, really. Great. And then what about the? You mentioned about the four ninety nine a month subscription option. Where are you with that? How far is that? Um, ironically, um, Mike actually sent me the platform this morning. Um, We've got no information on it yet, but um, he was working on the platform. So the, the platform's there. Um, we just basically need to sit down, type up any excess information, and then just start filming. Put your content really. on. Yeah, just need to put the content on and then we'll be ready to go. And then have you got your plans and ideas around how you're gonna promote it yet? Um, not hugely, not hugely. We were just kinda gonna throw it out there um this probably sounds like quite willy-nilly um but we're just going to push it on our social media feeds to be honest with you and, and have you got a, how would you approach that um well i was probably looking at going to do um an introductory video to it um as obviously sort of head coach and, and brand owner basically just a, a quick explanation of mm. this is who i am this is who Mike is. This is where we are. This is what we're giving you for, you know, a, a very reasonable, reasonable price. price. I love it. So here's a bit of a quick, here's a quick idea just to throw at you. So I, I alluded earlier before we started filming and recording um, to the fact that as an organisation, we also uh, have developed our own platform and are moving more into what you would call a business to consumer, B2C, sometimes called D2C, direct to consumer market. And one of the things you might want to consider is like, it, I mean, I actually call it a product portfolio range. So for us, it's PPR. And product portfolio range is all about you providing that great value and that benefit right at the beginning. And then it's about how you take people up a ladder of progression. Now, the progression with the ladder is, is not only is it more value, more products, more services, but then of course it's also more revenue and you can charge more for it because there's going to be some clients you meet you will have found this before who maybe like you alluded to 100 pounds a month is going to be a lot but for some people 500 pounds a month could well be affordable so it depends on the individual but what you might want to consider is provide as much value up front as you can with your free content and information you might even do a free mini course so what you could do is maybe you have a five-step process or a six-step process. You could maybe run a two to three minute video through those five to six steps, run that as a free little course on YouTube. You're then providing loads of value to people, getting lots of interest. What you'd then do is you'd hide all that behind a, an email capture. So you capture people's email addresses. Then that gives you this mailing list. Then what you could start to do is upsell and up promote and share with them the next opportunity and then the next opportunity and the next opportunity. So the things you've alluded to earlier, if we were to, for example, we go with the free little mini course up front 
and we end with a £10,000 one-week trip to LA because they're going to be on the Bodybuilder Beach. Um, and that might be a week where they're at your, yours and Mike's annual camp. So you've got from zero loads of information, capturing email addresses, then you upsell into the next thing at 15, 20 quid, then the, the next thing at 75 quid, which might be you know two sessions with you or Mike. Then the next thing might be a 200 pound course. Then the next thing might be a 1500 pound program, which might be uh, the, the program you talked about earlier where you've got the camp and the 10, 12 week program. And then finally you might upsell to your 10, 10 grand week where you've got an intense program of maybe 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every night for a whole week where they're getting absolutely everything that, that you could offer. And if you worked on that ladder of, of, of progression, you fit it, as I say, into an email marketing program. Now, the key here is you then put as a net underneath that ladder is your monthly subscription. So every time you offer something and people are upselling because they can afford it and they want it because of all the value you're giving them, anyone that's dropping out, you then come back to them using your autoresponders in your email system, which is, you know, shame you can't quite afford that program with the £1,500 10-week camp. However, you can still get all of the content as a monthly subscriber online. Here's some information for our online program. So now they've gone from a £1,500 potential package down to a £4.99, yeah? So if you set yourself a goal of maybe getting 10,000 people into a mailing list, there's a, a figure that digital marketers have looked at which kind of converts to about a pound a month per person. So if, you could, if your goal is we are just going to get 10,000 people into a mailing list, we're going to create our product portfolio range, our ladder, start with loads of free stuff, then they go into the autoresponders. Some are, loads are going to get the freebies and you're just going to get less and less and less as you move up the ladder, but they're all in your emailing list. And the offer is then that they're all dropping down into the monthly subscriber. We're doing the same. Our target is 10,000 people as monthly subscribers. I'll let you know how we get on. And then maybe you could let me know how you get on. So what's your thoughts on all that? Because I know I've just thrown that at you um, a bit left field. You know what? It's, it's something I've never thought about, Rich. You know, it's, it's a great idea and it sounds absolutely fantastic. It, it, it always continues to show progression, though. Um, it shows progression for the brand. It shows progression for the business. You know, I really like the sound of that idea. Great. So. And the other thing is it keeps down costs. The other beauty is, I mean, COVID has been an absolute nightmare and it's been amazing that people have been resilient to get through some of these challenges. However, the, you know, the horrible and scary thing is, what if we got something else in the next two or three years? Now, just putting aside all of the pain and the personal challenges, which are huge, this is about business, this call, this podcast. And so just focusing on the business for a moment, property, um, running gyms, having premises, there's all the overheads, there's the costs, there's the staffing. However, to develop your ladder, majority of it's online with some in-person delivery. It also negates some of the challenges along there with keeping your costs down, but also giving you the opportunity to reach more and more people worldwide. So that's one of the reasons why we're following this program is digital, it's tech, it's online, it's the way the world's going. So you keep me posted how you get on. 
and I'll keep you posted how, uh, how we get on as well. Yeah, it sounds great. I mean, to be honest with you, you you've hit nearly every sort of nail on the head there. It, it keeps costs down. The world is moving towards tech. And unfortunately, with, with the pandemic over the last few years, it has forced people to go online because costs and in general things are too high for businesses to sustain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it, to see see what happens. Um, um, last thing just to throw at you as well is, have you been listening or have you heard much about this Web 3.0 development, which is connected to NFTs, blockchain, and cri- obviously you've heard of crypto. That's huge. That's massive. Now we're going to be, we're planning at the moment for an event next year called RocketCon. And it'll be a Rockets, Rocketeer conference, RocketCon. And um, basically, people will be able to come to that event, but it's a ticket only, and it'll be an NFT ticketed event. You could do a very similar thing, where it's all focused around your specialism, whether it's the bodybuilding or just the weight training or whichever angle you and Mike decide to take. You could put a whole program together for next year, but you could do it as an NFT ticket holder event only. What you would then do, and, and we need to maybe have another chat off after this um, about how NFT programs work. We've got them on our website, rocketeergroup.com. You can have a look yourself, give you all the details. But in essence, you imagine creating an NFT program all around your specialism. You could have a three, four, five thousand 5,000 people event next year. You'd plan for it for next year. You'd sell the NFT for it this year. You might be able, you know, you might get three, four, five hundred pound per ticket. So if you do, if you do say five hundred pound a ticket, you multiply that by five five thousand people coming. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. I think that's two point five million. You could probably launch an NFT event in about sixteen to twenty weeks. So that's when you could have that revenue coming in in sixteen to twenty weeks. You get the money up front, which is good for business. The essential thing with an NFT project, though, is that you then need to provide that value to everyone as you move forward with what you're promising them. So basically, people would buy your NFT and you could give them benefits. Now, I say benefits in the NFT world, they call them utilities. So imagine if 4,000 of those people, imagine if they all get a recorded session with you in their area of interest. So you know you and Mike have got your specialisms. Yep. So I imagine on your platform you'll have some set content. It could be that every NFT uh, buyer, ticket holder, gets access to some of your content. Another one would be that you could do all 5,000 people get to come to your event next year. So that's a way you can generate revenue up front, you can build community following because when you do the NFT program, all about all of that is about community building. So again, maybe we need to chat about that after, but it's a great way for businesses to build a community, build set followers, have a big event at the end for everyone to come to, um, and yeah, to offer other benefits to them, which would include some would get the t-shirt, the clothing brand, then you've got the event, I mean, and you get the money up front. It's like a win-win. So we need to chat about that after as well, because I think you're going to find that quite interesting. Yeah, it sounds good. It's not something I've looked into, to be honest with you. The, um, the whole NFT thing, I've kind of, I've seen it, but I've been too preoccupied with everything else I'm trying to do at the minute to, mm. to dedicate time to learn about it, you know, and that, that's just me being honest. Yeah, well, again, that, that's another reason why you're still going for seven years, because you're able to, 
it's almost like the horse having the blinkers on you're able to not get distracted and stay focused so you know I, I admire you for that because it is easy to get distracted also when we do rocket con you've been one of our um, podcasters which i greatly appreciate you taking the time to come and do so you will get a free ticket to come to our rocket con and you can put a stand up oh fantastic so you'd be able to promote lionheart team lionheart at the event um because our events for side hustles and startups so how cool is it going to be to have someone who's been running a business in your space um and you can sell and promote all your stuff at our event as well so. oh fantastic well any any questions zach or no that, that's pretty good for me brother cool well look, i just want to say a big big thank you for coming today and we'll promote everything that you're doing um, through the podcast online on our website and social media. Let's share it together. Yeah. And who knows, this time next year, we could be talking about how Team Lionheart went for your NFT huge launch project and then the RocketCon one. And uh, we can come and chat about how all that went. Hopefully, brother. Thank you. All right. Thanks, mate.